The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. If I'm in the rear seat, rarely, rarely will I ever wear my seatbelt. I don't know why. It doesn't bother me. Uh, I know that I'm supposed to. I know that I'm, it's it's law. Uh, from what I can read, anyway, I was reading earlier that you know sometimes uh, the tickets just in the in the front seat in Alberta, but other ones that I'm reading is that it's law in the back seat. If, if there's any police listening, can you text me at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three? Is it law to wear your seatbelt? In, in, in the back seat in Alberta. Can I get fined? I'm pretty sure you can. But I, I, my question is, you know, why, why why do we do this? And especially in an Uber or a, or a cab. I took a cab home from the uh, airport last night. Didn't even think about it. Not even one iota. But a new U.S. report has found more than 800 rear seat passengers who weren't wearing seat belts were killed last year in traffic accidents. It says more than half would have survived if they were belted in. The Governor's Highway Safety Association says more needs to be done to get people to buck, buckle up in the back seat again. This is an American thing. But I thought it was an interesting conversation. Lewis Smith is with the Canadian Safety Council. He joins us now. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. My pleasure to be on. Now, so as a mentioned in the intro like this report is american but wouldn't surprise me if numbers were similar here uh, more than 800 rear seat passengers who weren't wearing seat belts were killed last year in traffic accidents the number of people who wear seat belts in the back seat much lower than those who wear them in the front seat do the, does, does this study su- surprise you at all uh, unfortunately not too much of a surprise uh, in the u.s uh, their, their legislation for seatbelt use tends to be much less stringent than what we see up in here, here in Canada. Uh, although it's interesting to point out that uh, a lot of the laws in the states don't address seatbelt use in the back seat specifically. Here in Canada, the only province that does not specifically address it in their Traffic Safety Act is Alberta. Is Alberta. And because I was just on the website and it just seems to, or on a website right now, and it just seems to me that you can only get ticketed if you're a driver or a passenger in the front seat. Does that sound correct to you? Yeah, that's that's the exact wording that I was able to pull up in the uh, the Alberta Traffic Safety Act, uh, very specifically the driver's seat position and the passenger seat position. So do you think, though, that um, Canadians don't buckle up in the rear seat as much? As a whole, I think that that tends to be where a lot of the problems come, but they don't come about necessarily in uh, in traditional motor vehicle situations. You know, people tend to buckle up when they're driving from point A to point B with their family or with friends. Uh, where we really see the lack of buckling up in the back seat is when it comes to uh, ride sharing in taxis. Why do you think that is? I think it's just that that automatic mentality. You know, people get into a taxi and they don't think that you're in a motor vehicle, you should buckle up because a collision could be devastating. They think, oh, well, I'm just hopping in a taxi going from A to B. I'll be there so quickly I won't even notice. It's almost become this ingrained attitude where we don't feel the need to buckle up when we're not in a car being driven by a friend or family. But at the same time, you would think instinctively, and that would be the kind of situation you would want to buckle up in because you don't know how good or otherwise the driver is. 
Well, and, and that is the absolute truth. I will not leave my driveway or a parking lot if I don't, if I'm driving, I, I will not leave unless I have my seatbelt on. I feel like something's missing if I don't have it on. But Lewis, I will be honest with you. I am one of these people who never wears a seatbelt in the back seat. It doesn't matter if it's my husband driving, my kids are driving, whether I'm in a taxi or an Uber, I do not wear a seatbelt and I feel absolutely fine with it. And, I, and I'm shaking my head right now, just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, you've definitely got me shaking my head a little bit, too, uh, more out of a sense of, you know, in, ingrained attitude. I, I was taught to, to wear a seatbelt at all times, any seat I'm, I'm in, and that, that's kind of borne out across Canada everywhere except Alberta. So it's really interesting to hear the, the opposite perspective here. Yeah, and you know what? I grew up in Ontario as well. I just uh, never did. Do you think that we need to do... Do we need to do a bit more of a campaign to to make people realize why we should be buckling up in in the rear seat? Now, let's be real. It took a long time to get people just to buckle up in the front seat as well, and attitudes changed. Um, do you think that's necessary, or is it just, um, am I one of the half-assers out there not doing what I should be doing? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. The question here is about attitudes. And a lot of that does come from public awareness campaigns, you're right. Uh, I think it's, it's important, you know, a lot of people understand that they need to wear seatbelts because it's the law, but they don't necessarily put much thought into why we wear seatbelts in the first place. The reality is they save lives in a lot of different ways. And um, yeah, a lot of those ways are maybe a bit more specific to the front seat than the back seat, but there are still a couple of elements that come into play that make wearing a seatbelt in the back seat a very good idea. Like what? Just because it's not illegal doesn't make it uh, something that should be avoided. And when you talk about those elements, what are you touching on there? Well, for the back seat very specifically, uh, the, the major benefit that seatbelts provide is the ability to restrain a body from being thrown about. You know, when, when you get in a collision at, say, 60 kilometers an hour, uh, your body launches forward at 60 kilometers an hour. And sometimes if, if the collision isn't head-on but rather sideways, uh, the body will launch at a bit of an angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue there in the back seat especially comes up when we run the risk of a passenger colliding into another passenger. You know, two heads smacking together at that speed doesn't tend to lead to a positive outcome. Yeah. And then when we talk on a, more, uh, on a broader scale, uh, it also helps to avoid a person being thrown clear of the vehicle to be thrown out the window. Um, as a general rule in a collision, the safest place you can be is inside a vehicle. You know, and it's interesting, we, we work so hard to make sure our kids are in the right car seats, that they're buckled up into the right into the booster seats, whatever it is, all the way through. And then somewhere down along the line, I don't know when it happened in my world, but it just stopped, it just stopped happening as far as buckling up in the, in the back seat. One of the other things, though, when you talk about you know, being in an accident and things, you know, flying around in the inside of a vehicle, it just made me think about animals in a vehicle as well. If you have your dog or whatever it is in the back seat or in the front seat, and if they're not harnessed in, same sort of thing can happen. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because it's absolutely that, that we we don't hold ourselves to the same standard that we hold ourselves as, as parents as opposed to as, you know, passengers. And it's absolutely wild to think that something as simple as buckling up can save lives. But we're talking here about a, a, a circumstance of, you know, seatbelt wear in Canada is still somewhere around 93%. Hmm. So it's, it's high. You know, people are getting the message that they need to wear seatbelts. 
problem is that the 7% that aren't wearing the seatbelts <laughs> contribute to about 40% of all fatalities. Really? And there's, you know, I'll be honest, when we have this conversation, Lewis, I will have people, if I looked at my text line right now, I could tell you there would be people texting and saying, I'm not wearing my seatbelt because I believe that if I'm in an accident, I'm better off without one, number one, or number two, I was in an accident, and if I had a seatbelt on, I would have been dead. What do you say to those uh, folks? Yeah. You know, those are perspectives we hear pretty often. Those are two of the three big ones, with the third being, I don't need to wear a seatbelt because I'm a good driver. <laughs> uh, addressing the first one, uh, I, I don't wear a seatbelt because I don't think it'll keep me safe. Um, there's been study upon study upon study that's been done that conclusively proves that, yes, seatbelts do save lives. Um, if, if the science isn't enough to, to convince, I'm not sure anything I can say here will do the trick. Uh, but there's definitely more than enough evidence to showcase very clearly that seatbelts are a life-saving tool. Um, the second point that you brought up is that uh, a person got in a collision where they weren't wearing a seatbelt, and if they were wearing a seatbelt, they would have died. Um, those cases, first of all, are extremely rare uh-huh. uh, to the point where I think I, I've been here at the council closing on 12 years now, and I think the, the amount of times I've heard of cases where that would have been the case are in the single digits. Wow. Um, more to the point, uh, a lot of those types of collisions you know, a, a person will survive despite not wearing a seatbelt, not because they weren't wearing a seatbelt. Mm. And I'd like to see the, uh, the support to say that wearing a seatbelt would have caused a fatality because th- those situations typically do not happen uh, Lew- in passenger vehicles. Lewis Smith is And then the third point, which is that uh, I don't wear a seatbelt because I'm a good driver, <laughs> the answer to that one's really simple. You know, yeah, you're a good driver. Others aren't. Yeah, if someone crashes into you, it'll have the same impact. Yeah, exactly. Lewis Smith is with the Canadian Safety Council. Lewis, there's been a lot of talk, of course, as well about about seatbelts on on buses. Um, where are we on this front right now? Uh, we're still waiting for for uh, research to come out. Uh, currently, uh, Transport Canada is reviewing the information that they have. Uh, our position is still that seatbelts on school buses are not. Uh, necessarily the most effective way to go. Uh, Seatbelts on school buses are a different game, and I use the word game very poorly there because this isn't a game, it's Mm -hmm. a very serious safety issue. Uh, But uh, seatbelts on school buses are a different issue because school buses are designed drastically differently than than, uh, passenger vehicles, and they're designed specifically to keep children safe without having the, their safety in their own hands. It's been it's fascinating. Yeah, it's been fascinating to watch the, the, the studies kind of on both sides of this when it comes to school buses. You know, one group saying this, and the other one saying no, this, and both, you know, pretty opposite. I know Transport Canada saying all new built highway buses must have seat belts by September 1st of 2020, and Alberta saying it will enforce that rule. Um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, shakes down over the coming year and to see, to see if people will wear, to see if people wear the seatbelts on the buses, you know? Well, and I think that goes, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, it, it's all about attitudes. It's one thing to legislate. It's another thing to get people to understand why. And in the matter of uh, coach buses, highway buses, uh, we were very vocal about the need for seatbelts on those because the, the windows are larger. The odds of someone being thrown clear are much higher, and the exposure to highway speeds is drastically more than your average school bus. Hmm. So all those three factors combined to make uh, coach buses much safer with seatbelts than necessarily school buses. Interesting. Lewis Smith with the Canadian Safety Council. Lewis, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate the conversation. Oh, my pleasure, Jalen. Thanks for having me on.
All right, so some of my police officer friends texting in saying, Jay, it says simply that the law states that all occupants must wear a seatbelt. So, um, Tony, I'm going to get your phone call here in uh, in a second. Um, this couple of texts come, AMFM says, I always try and wear a seatbelt when I'm in the back seat. What makes it a bother is sometimes the belt length is a little short and the belt is way too long. In other vehicles, the buckle, the belt tab slips what it goes into is flimsy and so deep in the seat that it's almost impossible to reach or you choose the wrong buckle to slip the tab into it's just it can be cumbersome says this person and barry says as a retired policeman unless it's been a recent change it is required now Alberta to wear a seat belt in both front and back seat i used to refer people to the princess diana situation the only survivor of that particular crash was the one wearing his seat belt and he was in the front seat where all the damage was that was from from Barry. Do you wear your seatbelt in the back seat? Yes or no? Uh, someone else just texted and said, you know, I have friends who refuse to leave to put the car in gear unless everybody in the car has their seatbelt on. I think it's interesting, cabs, Ubers, that sort of thing. Then no one's asking me in those in those situations to put on a, on a, on the seatbelt in the back seat. If and I'm if I'm in a cab in the front seat, I will put my seatbelt on. In the back seat, I won't. Hold the line, Tony. You're up next. of your texts coming and say, Jay, take the initiative, be responsible, set an example. I'm sure there are many people like you around. Don't become a drooling brain injury others have to look after. Uh, it's the same as ridiculous extreme sports. They're selfish. Buckle up. And Michael says, Jay, I'm the same age as you. I will not move a vehicle unless everyone is buckled up. I will not ride in a car front or back without uh, a seatbelt. Hi, Tony. How you doing? I'm good, my friend. What about you? <clears throat> I'm still your friend. That's the best Part. I know. Thank you so much. So, do you... Oh, anyway, uh, I think if you're having friends and you're giving them a lift somewhere and you're the driver, I think it is your responsibility, if you want to take it to that effect, to make sure they do buckle up, though. And then you are responsible, right? Yeah. So, you just say to them, okay, hey, everybody, put yeah. your seatbelts on. I'm not moving until they're on. Yeah, well, that's the proper way, because if they, like that uh, that officer said, it's breaking the law. So, you know, what do you do? And then uh, number two is, I, I when I retired, I got a little bored, and I was my friend asked me, why don't you drive school bus? So I took all the exams, and then that was good. And then when I found out that all these kids don't have to wear a seatbelt, and I do, I thought, they don't wear a seatbelt, and I didn't know that. And I thought, 36 kids don't wear a seatbelt? There should never be a controversy towards this. I thought there was no price on life. Yeah, there's just there's all sorts of different studies that go into when it comes to the to the school bus situation. If you know if it tips over, if there's a fire, can can the uh, can the bus driver get out and 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 uh, get everyone out uh, safely? All that sort of stuff. The way that the buses are designed, yeah. but that's changing. I mean, it's there's been contradictory reports now when it comes to school buses. Tony, when's the last time you've ridden in the back seat of a car? Oh, quite a while ago, and I was horrified. He was only doing 30 kilometers an hour. Yeah, well, really, eh? Yeah, because I'm... I, I, well, actually, I've, I've got a six-star insurance. My insurance is really cheap for two vehicles, and I have no speeding tickets probably for 38 years. I don't speed. I, yeah. I go within the law. I'm, I'm all for the science and spirit of law. I respect it. But the point is, as we're dealing with more traffic on the roads these days, and actually sometimes I have followed the school bus, and some of them drivers are not that good. Yeah. They're not that good. 
appreciate the phone call, Tony. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Lee says uh, to Jay Lynn, it's stupid not to buckle up. I guess you believe your grandchild doesn't need a grandmother. You know, didn't even think about it until you texted, uh, just texted it. It just became habit, like habit, like putting on a seatbelt. It was just habit not to put one on. We were going downtown a couple weeks ago on a Saturday night. Remember when that snowstorm came through? We were in an Uber. My husband looked over and he says, would you put on your seatbelt? And, 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 and I did then, but okay, you guys, I will do it. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jalen. Please wear your seatbelt. I spent 10 months in the hospital in 2012, not because of a car accident. I had a brain infection, but mm-hmm. when I was in different facilities, three different facilities, at least two of them, I was with a fellow patient in our wards who did not wear a seatbelt. And he had massive brain, a massive brain injury, far worse than other other patients mm. who were in those wards. Yeah, it's uh, I, yeah, it's just something that I don't think about. But now, after having this conversation and talking to you, Sarah, um, I'm I, I will think about it a lot more, and I will make sure to buckle up. Thank you. All right, thank you, Sarah. B. Always great to hear from you and Daryl out in New Brunswick. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Carol, how's it going? I'm good. What's going on? Hey, I'm just going to put a different impact on this. Um, if you've ever had the luxury of doing a, a ramp walk, yeah, uh, you have a safety harness on, right? That's right. It's there for a reason, and even with your last caller, he sounded really caring, right? Yep. People listen to you, so your listeners are asking them to listen, for you to listen to them, right? Yeah, and I'm listening. Yeah, I am listening. I so, know I, I need to change but, my way on this one. No, it's but it's also for your little new Bambino uh, grandson, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, safe place, okay? Okay, thanks, Daryl. Appreciate it. Some of the texts coming in, Jay. Uh, Seatbelts are 100% my dear lady of necessity. Less one uh, ends up in a body of water, <laughs> one must uh, escape swift. Does that make sense? It's David. Get Buckle up, he says. Um, obviously, we always buckle up the kids before we head out anywhere in their car seats. 99% of the time, I buckle up before driving. This Saturday, I took my oldest, three-year-old, for groceries. As we were heading out, I forgot to buckle up, and the ding in the car went off. My three-year-old says, Daddy, why do I buckle up and you don't? Nothing like a toddler to remind you of safety. Like I said, I do it all the time in the front seat. Just doesn't cross my mind in the back seat. But after this conversation, it will. And I thank you for that. 